What if you don't need to live in pain and suffering? What if you could give up your karma and have a life of abundance and joy? What if you could start creating magic and miracles that you never thought were possible? Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is you. Now, here's the host of Creating Abundance with Ease radio show, Dr. Helen Gitlovich. I'm Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease. And today our show topic is perfectionism in my life. How much are you trying to be perfect and right? Is this making you happy? What if by giving up the perfectionism can create a better life for you and everyone in your life? Let's see if the tools of access consciousness can help us to overcome our perfectionism. Wow, I actually, perfectionism um, has been a theme in my life because my mom was perfectionist, my grandmother was perfectionist, and I've learned and pretty much was entrained to be perfect or at least strive for that. So before the show, I looked up the definitions, of course, I like doing that. I like to see what does it actually mean. And according to Good Therapy website, uh, perfectionism is often defined as the need to be or appear to be perfect or even to believe that it is possible to achieve perfection. It's typically viewed as a positive trait rather than a flaw. People may use the term healthy perfectionism to describe or justify perfectionist behavior. But does it work? It's not the same thing as striving to be your best. Perfection is not about healthy achievement. Um, that's according to the Good Therapy website. And that's pretty much what it is. You're nothing but perfect can be um, something that you like, at least for me. And is it actually truth or is it a judgment? It's more about judgment and especially judgment of ourselves. Because I remember grandma, when I was growing up, her house had to be perfect. Her draperies had to be ironed. Everything has to be sparkling clean, including her floors. You pretty much had almost surgical uh, cleanliness in the house. How much work does it take? I remember seeing her on her hands and knees scrubbing those wooden floors. So what if it's not a necessity? And I'm not talking about living in dirt or total havoc or slums. I'm talking about looking what works. Because perfectionism is not real. Perfectionism is more um, of being... Uh, kind of like outside this reality, but not in a good sense. 
it's more about is there a perfection or it requires judgment to create anything as perfect. It's never good enough. At least it wasn't for me. It's more about, oh, this has to be in a place or I have to be the best in the class, but even the best was not the best because even if I had an A in my test growing up in high school and middle school, I remember getting a B and that was a devastation, literally a devastation. I cried myself to sleep that night because that was not a perfect score. Even with an A, if it was 95, not 100, that was not good enough. So I'm going to use some of the access tools to see if we can clear some of those judgments and some of those striving to achieve that perfection. Perfection is Look at nature. Is that perfect? No. There is always a leaf out of place. And if it's beautiful, there is still some imperfection. And those imperfections, what makes it real, what makes it beautiful. Take, for example, diamonds. The most precious diamonds have inclusions in them, the imperfections, and that's how they're unique. What if those imperfections that makes us unique, beautiful, and actually worth living? And I'm going to use a clearing statement in this case. And people who are not aware of access consciousness who are listening now or who will be listening later, it's a magic wand of vibrational frequency that helps us to clear any limitation we put on ourselves. So everywhere where we decided we have to be perfect and correct, let's destroy and uncreate that. Right and wrong, good and bad, back and bad, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what if those imperfections that makes us who we are, but instead of choosing it and expand on that and being that gift that we are, how much we're judging it and creating it as false. So let's kind of like destroy and create all our points of view that makes it a wrongness instead of beauty. Right and wrong, good and bad, talk and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So, and who is deciding what's perfect? Because what's perfect in one person's eyes can be totally different and ugly and unacceptable in other person's eyes. Because we have no idea what perfection is. And it actually doesn't exist. Let's put it this way. Perfection does not exist. It's a totally invented reality where nobody can achieve it so they live in a world of judgment and putting themselves down. The only way to get out of that 
is to be in allowance. Because we can be either in allowance or acceptance. And when we are striving for acceptance, a lot of times, uh, when we are striving for perfection, a lot of times we are looking for acceptance. Acceptance in the world, acceptance in our society. But acceptance is aligning and agreeing with a point of view or resisting and reacting to a point of view, which is positive or negative polarity. The allowance is everything is an interesting point of view, including perfection. So if we look at the perfection as an interesting point of view, not like something that we have, we must achieve, it's pretty much something that starts killing us. And I know when I was looking for that perfection, when I was trying, and I specifically say trying to be perfect because you cannot achieve perfection, I was killing myself. I was killing my body when I was uh, working uh, and I had my medical practice. That was definitely trying to achieve perfection. Because if I made mistakes, that would cost people's lives. So I couldn't afford that. In my mind, that was unacceptable. So I was pretty much killing my body, working 24-7, and still probably not achieved it because it's impossible. But I did end up with uh, open-heart surgery. Basically what perfection does. It kills us. They talk about type A personality and type A personality always striving to achieve perfection. Those people are more prone to heart disease or drop dead younger. So how much are you in that mode of looking for perfection? So what if it's not necessary? What if it's about achieving your best? What if it's about instead of looking for perfection, it's looking and being us? What if everything else is just a limitation? Because when we look at perfectionism, which is not achievable, it means we cannot be ourselves. We already judged, juried, and executed us saying that we're not perfect, so we have to improve, we have to change our ways, change ourselves, pretty much cut and mutilate ourselves, cut and mutilate our body, because our body is not perfect. But we look at those models in the magazines, in the media, or in X-rated movies, and decided, oh, that's perfection. But is that? A lot of it is photographically enhanced, computer graphically enhanced, and so on and so forth. And I remember, like, especially with models, 
we're looking at those models and they look perfect on TV. But if you look at them close up, not really. A lot of them starving themselves to death. Um, my daughter was um, kind of like part of her education. She wanted to be a model. For a couple of years, she was in the modeling school and she was very, she is very talented. She ended up in IMTA, which is um, International Model and Talent Association competition in New York, in Manhattan. And the models there, they were probably in one of the eating disorders, either bulimia or anorexia. And a few of them dropped kind of like unconscious right there on the runway. They lost consciousness, they passed out, and or they were so dizzy because they didn't eat or drink anything before the competition. And it's time for our first break of the show. And you've been listening to Creating Abundance with Ease with myself, Helen Gitlovich, on Inspired Choices Network. When we return, um, we'll continue to discuss perfectionism in my life, in your life, and how to let go of that. And we will be right back. Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead? By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. 
I'm Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease. And today our show topic is Perfectionism in My Life. So before we went to the break, we were discussing perfection with our body, in our body, and how we treat our body to create that perfection that we've been told that the body has to be according to media, according to fashion magazines, and so on and so forth, or even um, even with um, our parents or grandparents. I remember my grandma used to say, don't eat it or you'll get fat. So fat was a wrongness. It was not a perfection. Uh, and what is beauty? What is perfection in the body? Like how does the body has to look? There are so many variations according to culture, according to time. Because in the old times, actually, if the person was fat, it meant that they were wealthy. They had abundance of food. If you look at the paintings of Rubens, they are all fat and big. And beautiful, those bodies exude health and vitality. They had a lot of kind of like those pockets of fat on the paintings. And when people look at that, it's so beautiful. But with times, things change. In the, I think in the 60s, Playboy magazine had a model that was five feet five inches tall and was weighing about 145 pounds, which means she was a little bit on the plump side, so a little bit heavy, a little bit fat, not too bad. She just been proportionate. Now. If you look at the models, they're pretty much sticks. It's just hangers for the dresses. And they have to be skinny. So before we went on the break, I was talking about IMTA and how the girls were starving themselves. I talked to one of them who passed out because being a doctor, I was first one on the scene before the paramedics got here because they say, is there a doctor in the house? And of course I was. And I asked her, like, did you eat anything today? She's like, no. Did you drink anything? I had two sips of coffee. So basically, and that was 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And that was norm for that industry. It's an extreme, I understand. But how much are we ourselves? trying to make our own body. Because for me, I went on so many diets. Uh, Atkins diet, South Beach diet, starving diet, even ice cream diet, spiritual diet, you name it, I've tried it. Um, from high proteins to high carbs to 600 calories a day, Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, etc. Did I achieve perfection? 
yeah, I looked good maybe for a little bit, but my body wanted to look different. So what is instead looking for perfection in the body? You would ask your body, because body has a consciousness of its own, and ask body, what would you like to look like? And just listen and just look at the energy because body will show you and they will say, how would I know? Because there would be a moment when you're walking down the street and suddenly you have to look at the person and you're like, oh, body, is that how you would like to look like? And you would get a definite yes. It might not be what you think it is. And it might not be perfect. What if you give up the idea of perfection? What if you be in total allowance of your body, of your work, of your house? I'm looking at my house and at some point it looked perfect when I just moved in, everything was in places, but over the years, there is clutter. And am I happy about it? No. Am I suffering about it because it's not perfect? No. I'm looking at that as something that allowing me to be who I am. And what if who we are, not just the best of us, not perfection, not something to strive, to change, to achieve, to fix, to create. What if it's about just being? Because we are infinite beings in an infinite embodiment. A lot of people look at our body and say, oh, but that's all it is. It's material world. And maybe some people don't believe in spirit. Maybe they don't believe in soul uh, or the infinite being. But our consciousness, our consciousness more than just physical body. It goes beyond the brain and our electromagnetic uh, impulses that create the thoughts, feelings, and emotions. It's much more than that. Let's play with that. Let's drop our barriers and let's expand. Let's try to find the edges of us. And I'm not talking about edges of the body, the skin that you can feel. I'm talking about your consciousness. See if you can sense with your consciousness, with your mind, whatever you defined it as, sense the walls of the room that you're in. If you're outside, just see how far it goes. Go a mile or a kilometer, 10 miles, 100 miles, 1,000 miles. Are you still there? Can you still sense? your presence a thousand miles away. Yes. How about 10,000 miles? How about, are you, can you make yourself as big as Earth, as a solar system, as our universe, 
and beyond. And from that space of infinity, look at the perfectionism in your life. Or expand it with you. See how soon it disappears. Because as I said, perfectionism is a lie. We never can achieve that perfect perfection. It's usually used to prove how right we are. And that rightness creates more conflict, creates more problems in our lives. Instead, what if we were in total allowance of everybody, everything, and everything we do, everything we be, and just be that imperfect but beautiful and expansive whatever, whoever we are. What if instead of perfection, we look at gratitude for what we are? What if we look for just unconditional love and being present in the world and see if by being who we are, we can change the world. That's an interesting notion. There is a wonderful book that Dr. Dane Hare wrote, Being You, Changing the World. Because if we start being us, start being who we are, the world starts changing around us. Because as an infinite being, and using our awareness, our consciousness, would we be engaging in wars, conflict, struggles, suffering, pain? Would any of this exist? Okay, how much did you contract right now when I asked that question? And how much did you go back into your reality? Stand again and see if you function at the level of that expansion. How much more are you aware? How much more conscious you are? And how much that perfectionism is not even necessary? It's just like interesting point of view that I'm striving for perfection. At least when I started using that tool, I stopped judging me. I stopped judging other people. Because it's not necessary anymore. It even looks funny. It sounds funny. It's like perfection. Guys, what is that? That's not real. Let's just be ourselves. Let's be as much real as we are. Okay, we are going on a break again, and you've been listening to Creating Abundance with Ease with myself, Helen Gitlovich, on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we will be talking more about the perfectionism, the gratitude, the infinite beings, and allowance. And we will be right back.
Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past, and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma, or if you could choose what you desired instead? By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Helen Gitlovich. I'm Creating Abundance with Ease, and today our show topic is Perfectionism in My Life. So before we went on the break, um, I asked a question. What if instead of perfection, we looked for gratitude in our lives? We look to have gratitude for our bodies. What if we looked for gratitude for our lives? in all aspects of it, and especially with the body. We judged our body constantly, right? How imperfect it is, and locked a lot of those imperfections in our body, because truth is, we created our body. By the virtue of looking for perfection, okay, there is an interesting tool with access. So whatever you really, really pushing for, you usually get the opposite. <laughs> so if you have an idea that you have to have perfection, usually the opposite is true. Or if you're afraid of something, you create that. So because when you're striving for something, you're making sure that you have perfection, there is always opposite true. Because in this reality, everything is positive and negative. It's a polarity, right and wrong, good and bad. So if you have a point of view that you have a perfection, you have to have perfection with the body. You have to have perfect body. It means you already decided that it is imperfect. When you're trying to change something, it means that you decided that it's wrong so we create our bodies according to our points of view so if our points of view that we have to be perfect but we are imperfect we are creating imperfect body with every fault so if we decided that we have to be skinny or skinnier or thinner we already assumed that your body is fat. 
So what does the body hear? Okay, I'm fat and I'll create more fat. So would you give up those points of view? Would you give up looking for perfection and trying to fix you? Fix your body. Uh, one of the tools is uh, allowance. Not acceptance, but allowance. And um, there is a lot of tools in excess consciousness to change that. One of them are body processes, hands-on energy healing that unlocks all the points of view that we put in our body and locked it. What's interesting with that, it's we're talking about energetically unlocking that. And there is an amazing class, three-day body class that I'm facilitating, and I love facilitating it, because that one class that allows us to move away from perfection to actually shifting to being us. And I'm actually, despite our wonderful coronavirus, um, Illinois is on stage four, I think. So we are allowed to have small groups of people. And I'm facilitating a body class on June 26, which is this Friday, starting this Friday in two days. And we will be playing with all the tools of access, energetic, verbal, to shift our points of view about the body and get out of looking at it as something that we have to change, mutilate, to make it into the form and structure of this reality of perfection. So... What if you didn't have to fix anything in your life? What if it's just about choosing something different? And yes, striving for the best, striving for something that maybe not for the best, because best is still a judgment. It's more about choosing something that will work for you. The E is joy and glory. And we have a mantra of excess. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Because it's not about perfection again. It's not about having everything we desire. So it's a choice. We can create everything we desire. And we can choose to suffer. It's whatever you choose in the moment. It's interesting when I started talking about it, we got the cloud outside. So how much is the nature, even nature reacts to our uh, striving for perfection that is like, come on, stop doing that. It's not the lightness. It's actually the darkness. Because if we're striving for perfection, it already meant that we decided we're imperfect. It's it's it. It's really conflictual. It's really confusing. Everything is opposite of what it appears to be. And nothing, nothing is actually, uh, everything is opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is opposite of what it appears to be. Yeah, if we create our reality, we create and affect everything, including the weather. Yes, Rhonda, it's really that simple. So if we decided we have to have a perfect, oh, 
I have a funny anecdote from my life. <laughs> um, a few years ago, I was already in Access, and I was playing with weather. And I went to Australia for classes, and also uh, with my daughter, we decided to tour a little bit. So in Sydney, there was supposed to be raining, and I'm like, hmm, doesn't work for me. But I wasn't looking for perfection. I just asked nature, please, if there is going to be rain, can it rain at night? And that wasn't a question. That's the difference, by the way, between being the question and asking questions and going into conclusion and looking for perfection. So when we were in Sydney, all three days, there was rain between 2 a.m. or 2 in the morning and 6 in the morning. So when we wake up, the rain was done, there was sunshine and beautiful weather. When we went to Tasmania, the weather was literally perfect <laughs> or as good as it was wonderful, warm sunshine and so on and so forth. And the next day was supposed to be the same. So what did I do? I went to conclusion and I wanted better weather. I wanted perfect weather. Not better, but perfect weather. So again, I asked, it's like, okay, let's, and this time I didn't ask the question. I actually went into conclusion. Let's change the weather. Let's have a perfect weather tomorrow. Guess what? The next day, instead of 75 degrees or 22 degrees in Celsius and sunshine, we had rain and 45 degrees, which was about, I think, 12 or 13 degrees Celsius. It was cold, rainy, and miserable, and we were on a boat going to the South Sea, which was even more um, kind of like in the opposite. Um, it's kind of like opposite. So if we have summer, it's winter there. So the more south you go, the colder it gets. And we were going south, meaning it was getting colder. So that's when... I kind of like got in touch with looking for perfection and screwing it up. Because, again, when we're looking for perfection, we already decided that it's not perfect. So look at your life and see where you actually screwed up. But it's not about judging you where you screwed up, but just looking at the moments where maybe it wasn't your brightest moment to choose the perfection or deciding that you have to have perfection in your life. But just seeing the pattern and letting go of that pattern. Letting go and asking, what would create more in my life? Continue on the same path of perfectionism or actually letting go of our limitations and choosing to be who we are <clears throat> with all the imperfection, just the infinite being in infinite embodiment and having the experience of this physical reality or choosing even beyond, choosing something greater for ourselves. 
what if it is a possibility? What if we have infinite possibility of what we can choose? So anything that doesn't allow you to choose more for you beyond perfectionism, beyond looking for that one and only solution to your problems, which you can't even solve, would you destroy and uncreate that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pack and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And by the way, if you're curious about clearing statement, you can go to the website theclearingstatement.com. There are a lot of explanation on what it is, how to use it. But for now, just know that it's just vibrational frequency that gets you out of polarity of right and wrong, good and bad, and allows you the freedom to choose to be you with no point of view. And a lot of things that we decided our point of view of, about perfection are not even ours. I started the show saying that my um, grandma and mother were perfect. And I remember clearly when I was a kid saying, I'll never be like them. Guess what? If you say that or if you want to be like them, you automatically pick up their traits. It's called biomimetic mimicry. Um, you're mimicking other people, pathways, realities, bodies, even pains, because you try to understand how all of this works. I'm not kidding you. By under, trying to understand, trying to be perfect with everything, we're trying to understand. So in order to understand, we have to take on their pathways. Everything. They have an expression in America. In order to know how the other person feels, you have to walk in their shoes. Basically, it's not just wearing the costume. It's taking on their personality. And it is time for our next third and final break of the show. And you've been listening to uh, Creating Abundance with Ease with myself, Helen Gitlovich, on the Inspired Choices Network. When we'll return, we'll talk a little bit more about biomimetic mimicry and about um, taking on other people perfectionism in our lives and we will be right back many of us live our lives based on karma on the past and all the unfinished business in our lives what would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead by tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
This is Creating Abundance with Ease Radio Show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Helen Gitlovich. I'm Creating Abundance with Ease. And today our show topic is Perfectionism in My Life. And before we went on the break, we were talking about biomimetic mimicry where we are trying to understand other people, um, their pain, their suffering, uh, whatever they're doing, and we're taking it on. That's part of trying to be perfect because we're trying perfectly to understand them. In order to understand, as I said, you have to walk in their shoes, so basically you take it on. So if you're trying to understand, a lot of times you take it on and you are aware of it, or maybe not. When you're trying not to be like them, like with my grandma or mother, I decided I didn't want it to be that perfect. And, of course, I took it on. And at the same time, I rejected it. So by rejected it, a lot of times it suppresses those pathways that we've created in order to be like them. And now it's a subconscious, totally unconscious part of our brain. So we're not even aware that we took it on. So how much of that perfectionism is even in that? A lot of things in our bodies, in our life, we took from other people. So one of the tools of access is who does that belong to? And so instead of trying to achieve perfectionism, what if we start asking that question? Who does that belong to? Who is my perfectionist belong to? Where did I get that being perfect? And let it go. There is an amazing uh, app. It's both in the Apple Store and um, Android or Google Play, whatever that is. It's called Access Consciousness, Who Does That Belong To? And what it does, it reminds you to ask that question. Because all of our thoughts, feelings, and emotions, or at least 99.99%, is not ours. They might be like less than 1% that's ours. But mostly it's somebody else's. When you expand it, let's do it again. Expand to infinity. 100 miles, 1,000 miles. 10,000 miles, just like that. Do you have any thoughts, feelings, and emotions? No. Are you searching for perfectionism? Not me. I'm just content and happy and peaceful and everything is just wonderful, including the rain outside. And it came so sudden and so strong. (laughs) 
you might even hear it on the radio because it's even that I'm in the room where windows are closed, everything is closed, but even with um, noise reduction of my headphones, I still can hear it. And it's a beautiful sound. Yes, the show is not perfect. And old me would be upset and it's like, oh my God, I screwed up. My show is not perfect. There is noise on the line. There is imperfection of rain. And what if those imperfections would give the beauty to the painting of our lives? I'm also... I'm also um, a painter. Um, I'm an artist. Uh, all my life, I loved, loved painting. I loved drawing. But somewhere in my childhood, I was told I'm not perfect with that. I was told that somebody else has talent without implying, without saying that I don't. So not until much later in my life, after my open-heart surgery, I start, I took on the brushes and the pencil and started painting and doing sculpture and ceramics. And what's funny, especially with ceramics, the imperfections that what created the character in the pieces I did. I remember trying to achieve the perfection of the bowl on the wheel and I never could. Part of it, it takes years to achieve that perfection that you see in the stores. A lot of times it's a machine made. But when it's so perfect, round, it's kind of like loses its character. All my pieces has imperfection in them. It's a bent here, maybe it's a square there. And now I look at them and they're so wonderful, so unique. Now with access tools, I can appreciate the beauty of them. When I was doing them, not so much. I was ready to throw them away. And my instructor, my teacher was like, no, 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 keep them. They're wonderful. So how often in our lives we judge things that's going on in our lives as imperfect and upset about them only to recognize years later or maybe days later how wonderful that was and how precious that was. So let's not dwell on achieving the perfection. Let's all of us look at the uniqueness the imperfection of our lives, our body, our partners. And by the way, that's a biggie because we're looking for perfection in relationships. We're looking for perfection in our mates, in our husbands, in our boyfriends, girlfriends. And what if those imperfections that make them who they are are those uniqueness that drew us to that? But then suddenly we start fixing and changing them. And that's what breaks the relationship. 
that's my invitation to you to stop fixing things. Doesn't mean that you're not shifting and changing things that don't work in your life. It's about being the energy of allowance. Because the more we're in allowance, the more other people and things start shifting and changing. Because if we are in conclusion of how it should be, I don't know about you guys, but me personally, if somebody or something wants me a certain way, I do the opposite. If they want me to change and improve, I go, it's like, fuck you, I'm not doing that. Or if they try controlling me or suppressing me, that's the same thing. So my invitation to you is choose something different. Choose to uh, use our own imperfection as a way of having the gratitude, love, having that allowance for everybody and anything in our lives. And what if it's about being who we are And by being who we are, we literally can change everything. Um, We are almost at the end of our show. Next week will be the same time, same place, and we'll talk about what the world would you like to create. Literally. What the world, what is the world that you would like to see and create? And you've been listening to creating, to Helen Gitlevich, to myself, create, um, creating abundance with ease on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye bye. Talk to you soon. Thank you for choosing to listen to Creating Abundance with Ease radio show. Dr. Helen Gitlovich will return next Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have fun using the tools of the week in your life and start creating magic in your life and your body.